How do you measure something that definitively changes your life forever, whether it be for better or worse? Like, what kind of metrics are we supposed to be using for that kind of thing? The higher powers that be are always reminding us that the one constant in our lives will always be change. But what exactly are we comparing that to? Change comes crashing into our lives for about a million different reasons, and sometimes with no warning at all. It can be a result of a crisis, a choice, or just plain old happenstance. You know, life's a crapshoot, throw of the dice, your general run-of-the-mill kismet. Is the entire idea of change just an arbitrary construct? Something that we make up to make ourselves feel better? Is it how we measure years gone by or personal growth? What are the signs that our lives are actually changing for the better? The bottom line here is that yes, it's our power of choice that enables us to create positive change. But what about those changes you couldn't see coming? You know, the moments that you didn't expect. Since the start of the pandemic, life has been nothing but change. So we thought it was a good time to ask folks how climbing changed their lives and was it really for the better? Not to get all existential on you because, you know, we're not that kind of podcast. This is almost season four of For the Love of Climbing. That's right, we're making you wait one more week, but you can get early access to episodes by supporting us on Patreon. It's something something hyphen climbing. I don't know, it's on the internet. We'll officially be back on May 1st to kick off a brand new season with 10 new guests. And we've got some exciting announcements to make, so be sure to subscribe. And in the meantime, we whipped up a mini episode that regrettably took us way too long to make because apparently you forget how to make a podcast when you break for five months. Also, a note, Minute 17 involves sexual abuse, so feel free to skip past that segment if you feel you might be triggered. And if you skip to the end just to hear Jimmy Chin's segment, I don't know how, but I will know. So just don't. You're listening to For the Love of Climbing podcast. This is not a climbing podcast. Well, sort of. This is a funny, sad, and somewhat uncomfortable podcast about choosing vulnerability and talking openly about our pain. This podcast is sponsored by Dirt Bike Climbers. Here's the show. Before I was a climber, I didn't know how strong I was. With climbing, I am constantly exceeding my own expectations and it's a really beautiful thing to watch. I feel like doubt in myself has been very present in my life for a long time and with climbing, I've been able to tell that doubt to fuck off a little bit, which is really cool. Because of climbing, I learned that it's okay to be uncomfortable with myself. It's okay to allow myself to feel that. And it ultimately made me a better person because it's forced me to come to terms with what the human experience is. And even though the experiences are all different, we all have to overcome those times of difficulty and to really strive to grow from it all. Yeah, I don't know. That's me. 
because of climbing, I learned about creativity and how to be the most efficient in a climb, which kind of translated to learning how to make small adjustments in both life and climbing. I started climbing because I had the opportunity and I quickly realized that this was where adventure was. Nowhere else could I find adventure so quickly and so easily as just stepping off the ground. And climbing helped my mind, climbing helped my body, climbing helped my confidence. And it's also helped me age gracefully. I feel like in my early 60s, I'm still strong and I have a good mind and flexibility. And I also have had a lot of very rich relationships. So climbing has given me a great deal in that regard. I had grown up sort of the backwards methodology of climbing. I started out like deep water soloing in the mountains of North Carolina. There was a part of me that was driving that desire to learn to do it alone. And actually part of that came from pain. Climbing has this sense of community that filled that more than I realized it could. And the question of whether climbing made me a better person, I honestly don't know how to answer that. I'll say this, I liked who I was before I started climbing, but it helped me be more involved in living my own life the way that I needed and wanted to live it. I started climbing because I wanted to climb mountains, see the glaciers, feel the cold, see the sky and the stars. I started climbing because I wanted to go where nobody else goes. And I did. Before I was a climber, I didn't know a sport could be so individualized yet communal. And there's a strong sense of teamwork you build with the folks you climb with. I've found climbing to be a space that fosters community and offers the opportunity to express creativity and tenacity. And I've never been as inspired to challenge myself as I have when I'm watching my peers work through a route. Because of climbing, I learned that being brave doesn't mean you're not scared. It means you're scared and you do it anyway. Climbing has definitely made me a better person. I'm more confident in who I am. I feel my body more strongly than I did before. I feel a sense of connection to the land and I have a much stronger sense of community. Before I was a climber, I didn't know how to fail. I started climbing in my late 20s and up until that point, my self-worth was perpetually tied to my successes or at times lack thereof. Since I was a kid, I had always tied being successful to being worthy of love. Prior to climbing, it was easy for me to quit or not even begin a new activity because if I wasn't already good at it, it certainly wasn't worth looking foolish or failing at a new endeavor. But then I fell in love with climbing and I had to learn that failing is all a part of the process. It taught me humility and discipline. Climbing required letting go of my ego and embracing my weaknesses and my vulnerabilities. Climbing taught me that failure is actually a prerequisite to success. Climbing really taught me how to love myself. I started climbing because I could. I was disabled from the ages of about 20 to 40 and then finally got the operation on my spine that I needed. Because of climbing, I learned that the rock is very old. Your fears are not necessarily where your limits are, however, it's all about learning where really are those edges, where is the edge for you today. I also learned that fear can sometimes be so outdated. So for me, there's this fear of injury because I was disabled for many years. However, 
is that really relevant now? So it shows me how I need to keep updating all the time my references of what fits in the fear file and what doesn't. <laughs> Did climbing make me a better person? Hmm. No more than the rest of my life, I think. I started climbing because after my parents split up, my dad was looking for an activity that we can do on the weekends when he had visitation. <laughs> so we hired a guide out in Red Rocks, and um, after my first pitch, I was hooked. Fast forward 20 years. Because of climbing, I, I learned that I'm depressed. Well, actually, the lack of climbing, mostly because of this pandemic, has caused all sorts of things to bubble up to the surface. And in hindsight, I realize I've kind of been using climbing as a way to heal myself from wounds that I didn't even know I had. So my obsession with climbing has probably less to do with climbing than it was some sort of subconscious urge to feel like I still had a functional family. You know, like there was still something that I could control. So I don't know if climbing made me a better person, but it certainly made me a person. You know, it gave me a sense of purpose in life that was otherwise absent. Hi, Kathy. I saw you were asking for some audio clips, so I thought I would finally throw my thoughts into the hat. Insert something you learned because of climbing. I would say that before I was ever a climber, I really didn't take good care of my body physically. I never worked out. The most exercise I got was walking from the car to the grocery store. I didn't realize that I could exercise while also challenging my brain and working on my bravery and commitment. And I could do so while also making really wonderful friendships. I'd say initially when I started climbing, I dove in and I wanted to do everything. I wanted to learn how to lead. I wanted to get outside. I just wanted to do all of the things. But over the past three years and kind of more settling into climbing in my community, I would say that climbing has in turn made me a better person now. I care so much about my community and I just want to see others benefiting from climbing the way that I did physically and mentally and emotionally. So I try to do better curating a better environment and atmosphere for climbers. Um, yeah, I would say initially climbing made me selfish and now over time it's really made me take care of others more. Oh man, I don't know why I'm kind of nervous. <clears throat> Here we go. I started climbing because I was going through a breakup and my buddy literally told me, hey, I don't want to see you moping around. Come to this rock climbing gym with me. I have a free guest pass. And two days later I went and I fell in love with it. That was six and a half years ago. And I learned that the human spirit is capable of more than we could ever imagine, you know, on and off the rock. And there's no other feeling than when you pull through a crux and you like reach the chains and you're like, holy shit, I just did that. What else am I capable of doing? It just, it changes you. It's ingrained in you and it seeps into everything else in life. And then to be surrounded by a community of people who get it too, oh man. Did climbing make me a better person? Um, yeah, in every way. 
You know, there is no other feeling than being high up on a wall and feeling small. This speck of dust in this grand world and you just feel like you're part of something so much larger than yourself. And to be reminded of that in the chaos of routine is, is incredible. Climbing has really put my faith back into humanity um, and it's really challenged me to continue to be vulnerable with my friends and with strangers and beyond. I'm so, so grateful. Shout out to the San Diego crew, Mesa Hold, and to the Arizona crew, Naughty Boys, and to all the people I met on the road and cheers from Mesa, Arizona, Kathy. Hi, Kathy. I'm a really, really big fan of your podcast. It really gives me so much joy to hear those stories. They give me strength, they inspire me, and everything you're able to get out of your interviewees is just beautiful. Um, the way people trust you and the way the conversations you have flow, the meaning, the deepness, the space you give them, I just think it's amazing. So I wanted to start off by saying thank you for making this podcast. <laughs> because of climbing, I've learned the skill of being honest about what I can control, what I can influence, and what I can't control. I think mama nature can shift pretty quickly and you have to adjust and make friends with her as with other parts of life. And then climbing makes me a better person because it's teaching me to pay attention and to be present with myself and my community, which I think is especially important within the context of everything that's going on. And I started climbing because I was looking for a way to move grief through my body after a really traumatic time and learn how to reconnect to my and embrace my inner child. Those times where I have felt really scared climbing, I've been able to really slow down and meet those parts of myself with more tenderness and have learned the skills really of paying attention and self-soothing and this self-leadership that says, hey, I know you're scared. This is scary and I've got you. You can keep going or you can take and you are still strong, you are so resilient. You know, when I showed up in Yosemite, I felt like everybody was kind of a misfit because everybody kind of lived on the fringe, you know? <laughs> but you're judged on your character, what you do and who you are. And so people look to each other based on character and who they are and how passionate they are and what they bring to the table in a very human sense. And because of this community and because of how I feel about being in these beautiful places and like what it does for human beings in general, that everybody should have access and opportunity to it and be able to feel safe and find those places of intersection and connection and understanding. And, you know, I always believe in like leadership through example and, you know, you lead by action and you lead by doing like the heavy lifting and then people will hopefully be inspired by it. I always thought that the neat thing about climbing is that you don't have to climb hard grades to have a community and you don't need 100K followers to become a leader in this community. You just need to be yourself, strengths and flaws and all. In 2018, I said that climbing doesn't change you, but having a passion for something does. 
Climbing weaves together personal experience and nature, and it becomes an emotional exercise when we can apply the lessons of scaling a rock face to everyday life. We don't just reach the top for the sake of triumph, and how we get there and who's with us in the end counts for a lot. I did not know it before I was a climber, but a fire lived inside of me. I am just tiny bones and fleshy limbs, sun-soaked skin stretched like blank canvas across a brittle frame. I am dusted with the dirt of old country roads I have driven down, of desert sand and smut. Climbing took one small ember and then burst it into a flame, and I realize that I am more than bones and brawn. I am the sound of coyotes howling yip-yap songs across the valley. I am gritty jokes told over raging campfires. I am new light at daybreak, spilling into the canyon, its walls an ocean of red sandstone. I am strength, fierce, and unyielding. Climbing did not give me strength, but was a reminder that it had been there all along. So now to answer your questions from an Instagram post that you made. (laughs) I started climbing because a really close friend of mine took me to a class. He said that I would love the sport. I was in a really, really dark place at the time in the middle of therapy. And he said, why don't you come climbing with me? I think you're really gonna like this. And ever since the first class, I I fell in love with it. I'm not good at it at all, but I love it. Because of climbing, I learned to reconnect with my body. I am a sexual abuse survivor, and that's the reason I was going to therapy, and climbing became a different form of therapy for me, and it was the first place I was finally able to start to reconnect with my body in a way I couldn't. I was totally dissociated from it. I didn't feel like it was mine, and I started to feel I was in ownership of my body again, and I started to feel strong. So I really feel like it saved my life. Um, And did climbing make me a better person? Not really. I don't think it made me a better person, but I do think it helped me a lot. And finding this space where the only thing I had to concentrate was on solving how to get to the top and working on the fear of falling. And I like to do sport climbing. And the people I met, it really, it gave me a place to be myself and a place where they didn't know the me before my sexual abuse. Um, I really, really needed that. It helped me become a human being again. (laughs) Season four of For the Love of Climbing airs on May 1st. We have 10 new stories to share with you about the human experience, all told through a climbing lens. Thank you to our partners who support this podcast and a community of vulnerability and equality. Deuter USA, Gnarly Nutrition, LA Outdoor, Terracaya, First Ascent Coffee, Patagonia, and a small truckload of coffee. We'll see you soon.